0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? with me, Holly Fru.
1: And me, Ronan Watfield. Hi, Ronan. Hello, hello. <laughs> we, meet, is, we meet again.
0: We do meet again for this fine... I was gonna say fine summer's day, but actually it's like autumn, full on autumn now. It's a fine autumn, awesome, yeah. It's fine yeah. autumn day. Yeah. Um and actually, yeah, it's 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 a weird one though, because it's like kind of warm, but it's then it gets like really cold like as soon like as the evening hits It's mad. It
1: definitely sounds like autumn, all right. <laughs>
0: you know what I was doing yesterday? I was on Amazon and last year I bought a big, uh, like an autumn wreath. Okay. Like not a normal, like winter wreath, like an actual autumn one. So it was like, I was going to buy more.
1: You say wreath and all I think of is the thing that you get for funerals.
0: Well, like, you know what you put on your door at Christmas time.
1: All right. Okay. But it's like
0: but it has like brown and sort of orange leaves. Like it's all kind of artificial, but like it's you know, that kind of autumnal vibe. Do you know?
1: Did you turn did you turn 80 over the weekend or something? What the hell's going on? I did.
0: Yeah, I did. Well, no, this was like literally me last year. So so this
1: so (laughs) So, it's still a very L1
0: thing to do. I know. Yeah.
1: And then I went to bingo and
0: Yes. And I don't know, I just kind of feel like I'm embracing autumn more than like normal. I don't know. Last year I went like full on with the pumpkins and like I had, I think I had about four or five carved out pumpkins out the door. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know, I'm I'm like Mm, embracing, I'm embracing kind of autumn and like Halloween more as I get older. I think it sounds like you're just
1: embracing it sounds like what? You're embracing old age. That's it. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Probably true. Okay. So I think last so last week we decided that we were going to do the rejects of our choices. So we're not gonna watch what uh we're gonna watch what uh we didn't pick. Yeah.
1: Yes. So it's stuff that we really don't want to watch. <laughs> <It's basically, laughs> but actually, here.
0: some some of the times though, when I was thinking back on them, I was like, actually, it wasn't the case. Like, I didn't want to watch it. It was just like I just went for. I just literally picked one, do you know. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm totally not watching that. I'm going for this one, do you know. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah,
1: I did, I did. I had to make a list because I I was like completely unsure of what choices I'd rejected in the yeah. past so I, I went back to our text messages and through like old episodes just to get the the list of stuff that we'd rejected oh yeah I I made a list of yours as well so just in case we need to reference it um, okay but yeah not a lot of the stuff I rejected for a good reason <laughs> I, I realized so, <laughs> but I think I picked the best of the lot now to be honest
0: so. okay cool which one did you pick
1: uh well I'll go first then uh, I picked get out or as we like to call it here in Ireland just get the fuck out
0: hey
1: hey um so yeah
0: oh so, this would be a big one for you actually because you're not a big horror fan
1: i'm not a big horror fan and it's labeled as a horror film but i very quickly realised this is not really horror it's more unsettling and creepy but it's not yes. horror, horror you yeah. think of horror these days you think of blood and guts and gore and slashing and all sorts of but this is very much a a, a psychological thriller until yes. the end when it gets when it gets unnecessary, it gets necessarily violent, I should say, because it's in service to the story. But um yeah, no, uh, throughout it's more of a psychological uh, thriller than anything. Um but we the quick rundown of the story um is so we have a photographer by the name of Chris, who's played by Daniel Kalua, who is excellent in this film. He's very good. I haven't seen him so good. other than he's very, very good. I haven't seen him in anything other than the bit part he does in Black Panther, and he doesn't really oh, do yeah. much in that, but in this, he's he's excellent, he's he's front and center of everything, and he's very good. So, he's going out with a girl called Rose, who is played by Alison Williams, who I only really knew from you know the Girls? Lena and Dunham thing. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I, she-
0: I, I think that's like pretty much the most famous thing that she's done. I'm sure she's probably done loads of other things, but. Hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, but she's uh she's good uh and they they seem like a really nice couple. She's a dead ringer for um, Jennifer Connelly. The more I watch, I was like Jesus, she looks like Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, but, uh,
0: minus the eyebrows, kind of.
1: Minus the eyebrows, of course. Uh, so because they are whopper. Um, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, she these two are going out. Uh, they seem quite happy. She seems quite funny and intelligent, as does he. And they seem like a really nice couple. And. Uh, when we start out, uh, oh, I should say the first scene is not them. It's actually a black man being abducted by someone in a mask. Um, the very first scene, some guy walking down the street, car pulls up beside him. A uh, guy walks in the other direction and then gets hopped on by the guy driving the car. Uh, gets choked out um, by this man who's wearing a mask and uh, put into the boot. And that's the opening scene. Then we jump to Daniel Kalua and his girlfriend, Alison Williams. So they are a nice steady couple um, and we catch them on the day that they're heading down to uh, Rose's parents to meet um, Chris for the first time Uh, and he has some concerns because she hasn't made them aware of the fact that he's black and he thinks this could be an issue because he is according to her, her first black boyfriend. So he has reservations um, but they go anyway, obviously, uh, ho- hoping for the best. Um, yeah. Then on the way down to having a nice chat in the car and they hit a deer and they kill it. But this kind of sets a very unsettling tone in Chris's mind um, because maybe you find out that his uh, mother was killed in a hit-and-run accident when he was a child. So this kind of starts... It's like a trigger,
0: mind. a triggering... Kind of. Of trauma. kind of triggers
1: yeah triggers a little trauma a hidden, hidden trauma within them and it kind of stays with them throughout the weekend uh so when they arrive at this lovely house in upstate new york um, meets the she meets the parents they seem quite nice up front. they seem overly uh what's it overly uh welcoming kind of not overly welcoming but uh, they really want to press upon them that they're not racist and <laughs> um, they kind of say stuff that like you know would overdo yeah. it like you know if i could have voted for obama the third time i would have this kind of stuff like you yeah. know, stuff that would mean nothing to to chris like you know she's like yeah, okay, yeah. whatever <laughs> but, thanks <laughs> uh, but they, they they make a point of saying this to him on, on several occasions like you know uh, stuff like that kind of unsettles him. and also when sort when of he gets awkward to the house, like yeah 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 kind of awkward stuff so also when he gets to the house he notices notices that the house helper and the groundskeeper are about black um and he addresses that with the dad when he's going for a little tour of the place. Uh, The dad is played by Bradley Whitford, uh, who we'd know from the West Wing and many other things. Oh, yeah. um, So, yeah, uh, the dad said, look, I'm not mad about the optics, but they were looking after my grandparents here when they died, and they wanted to stay on and help in the same roles, so we kept them on, and blah, blah, blah. So he also meets the mother, who seems lovely at first, but she kind of has a touch of the creepy about her and as the day progress as the first day progresses everything starts kind of notching up the creepy and the odd Um, like the 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 two the 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 two helpers the the gardener and the, the house helper they act very funny around them they're kind of giving them big dead-eyed stares and smiles and stuff and it's very odd the way they the way they are around him and he notices and he's very unsettled by it so uh, yeah so that's the first yeah. day. Uh, he also meets the brother who uh, uh, he eats, uh, Rose's brother, who is played by Caleb Landry Jones, who's just a straight up prick. Um, he's just no redeeming quality about him whatsoever. He's like upfront an arsehole, and he's not trying to hide it either. Um, and he only stops being an arsehole when his mother tells him to. Uh, and she kind of does it in a very subtle but very serious way. And you, you kind of get the impression that there's more to her than just, you know. Uh, the nicey-nicey mother that she comes off as uh, so we find out through the first day that she is a therapist or a psychologist. Yes, and
0: I was going to say as, she's like a
1: <coughs> excuse me, and the father is a, a neurosurgeon which comes into play later on mm. and so we find out also that the annual gathering that they have in their house is happening the next day by coincidence apparently um, but on the first night he uh, our, our man Chris goes downstairs while his girlfriend's asleep and he goes to the outside for a cigarette but he sees the the gardener running at him in the middle of the night in the middle of the garden just running straight at him and then runs right past him without even acknowledging him which freaks him out uh, and then he sees the the head yeah it's a great it's a real gr- creepy scene like it comes out so of nowhere creepy. like yeah so uh, then uh, he sees the the house help staring at him at the window, but she's not actually staring at him. She's actually staring at a reflection from the inside and she's just admiring herself really, really oddly. So, uh, and that's the odd first night. He runs into the mother on his way back up to bed. Uh, the mother sits him down and before he knows it, she's talking to him about, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I have a dry throat. <coughs> Take a stop. So before he knows it, She has him in the chair talking about uh, the night his mother died. Uh, He's got tears rolling in his face and she is essentially without him realizing, hypnotizing him. Now it's been alluded to earlier on that she could hypnotize him and help him not smoke. But um, this, this seems to be a bit more sinister. And this is at the point where everything starts to take a turn for the sinister as it were. And he wakes up thinking he wakes up in bed in sweat, thinking that everything that just happened was a nightmare but then the next day he talks to the gardener who was very odd with him and talks to him in a very odd manner. And the gardener says, Um, how was your session with what's her face the mother last night? So then he realized that it wasn't a dream that actually something did happen and that he can only barely remember. It. So this leads him to believe that the mother hypnotized him somehow. Um, and what happens after then they have the, the 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 house party with all these people that come along they're all basically rich white old people um of like neighbors
0: par- and friends and stuff
1: of neighbors and friends and so but there is one person who is a young black man uh who he sort of chats to um that he'd not seen before uh but he, he he, he says that he looks familiar to him, essentially. Yeah, um, he recognizes he, him from somewhere. He recognizes the face from somewhere. He doesn't know where, but he talks to him anyway. And the man dresses and talks like, you know, someone who's not a young black man, basically. like It kind of sounds
0: a, like a sort of a jaunty 20s kind of vibe. Like if you're kind of like thinking back in the movies, mm, sort yeah. of like that sort of d- demeanor, like an older gent.
1: That's the demeanor he's given off, definitely. like, you know, Um, and uh, yeah, he kind of gets very uh, put out by how odd this man is being. And the fact he's got like an eight year old white woman as his wife, which is, excuse me, which is also very um, off-putting to him. He's just just saying something's odd. And this is like building up the oddness and what the hell is going on around here. So um, that's kind of where I have to leave it, because once that party is over with it starts starts getting crazy
0: yeah it? Yeah. yeah it really does and um, it starts
1: getting a real odd uh, now that's the odd that's the odd part up to it like it's been odd there like he's, he's also at the same time he's keeping in contact with his mate Rod who works for the TSA
0: who is hilarious
1: he's very good and he's I don't know who he's played by who's he played by?
0: Uh, I can't think of his name but he's uh, actually his name is
1: Lil Rel Harry so yeah. that's who's playing him Um
0: but he so. kind of, he's a great character because yeah, like um, he's communicating with his friend, and like, so like your man is like reporting back the, you know, sort of key events that are happening during the day. Like, this is weird. And, uh, you know, then he's, he's in his apartment kind of going like, you know, just, it's kind of adding a little bit of com- comedic relief where... Yeah. You know, it yeah. is. It would be kind of a pretty difficult watch if it was just all that kind of mind frame of like tense, because it's so tense. This film,
1: mm, yeah. And that's, the, I think, that's where the horror aspect comes from. Like yeah. I said, it's not a, it's not a horror horror. It's, it's a very dense and tense psychological uh, trailer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once, once, once the, uh, once you get into the blood and guts of the, the, the gathering at the house and what happens after. Everything goes off the rails. It's yeah, it's it's mad, but it's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, um, good!
0: I was actually, I'm surprised like that. You actually like it so much because I wasn't sure if like it was going to be a bit too kind of like out there or what. But I think no, I think
1: like it's, it's an the interesting. Out the, the out thereness works for it. Yeah, it, it works for the story because the story itself is quite you know. I wouldn't say far-fetched. Well, you could say it's far-fetched, of course, like because um it does go into places that you don't expect it to, and you're like, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It's fucked up in a way that it's earned the right to be fucked up because it does such a good job in building up the tension and building up the weirdness at that point. Yeah. So, um, and you absolutely buy into it, like. So, uh, yeah, no, and written directed by Jordan Peele, who up to now, up to this point, had been a comedy actor and writer.
0: Yeah, so Keen, and Peele. Keen with and
1: Key Peel, Keen Peel, like uh, the sketch show. So yeah, huge huge turn for him, and absolutely knocked it out of the park. It's it's brilliant. Like it's it so well directed. Um, it's really well acted. Uh, like I said, Daniel Kaluuya is brilliant in it. Um, Brad Whit Brad Whitford, very good. Uh, really liked Catherine Keener as well as the mother.
0: Catherine Keener so, is just fucking amazing. Anything she puts she her hands on,
1: she doesn't do anything anymore. This is like, I just, like I mean,
0: oh. But she does, Ronan.
1: Oh, does she now? Okay, you're about to correct me. All right. Well, I'm just looking at her thing here. She's got a few bits in the, in the can. She's had a.
0: What's the one I? So there's a. There was one I was going to get you to watch actually. Um.
1: in oh, on... love.
0: No. Um. On well, it's on Amazon Prime as well, so she must have some kind of deal. But um. The. It is forever,
1: okay. Oh, yeah, see it here. It's a um, series
0: called Forever with um Maya Rudolph and what's his name? Emma, but I meant that she hadn't
1: really done anything big. In, in oh, yeah, fair things. enough. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to be just mini Fred Armisen.
0: Fred Armisen, oh, um, right, right yeah it's it's a it's it's just a small um not a small but like it's a sort of a low key series that went out but um yeah I think it's just like one series as well um but yeah sorry so yeah it's but there's so many interesting themes in get out as well, so obviously it's like racism in modern America. Um,
1: yeah I, I was gonna say there's probably um, a very serious and uh you know well made uh, uh, analysis of social um inequality in America to be made yeah sort of more, more articulate than me like but um yeah that definitely plays into the, the the undertone of it essentially um
0: but then it's like also it's sort of that team is like situated in this kind of uh you know, this kind of thriller story of mm. this, like, psychotic family. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's it's definitely, I, I haven't watched it in a while, so I gave that to you, and I think I watched it maybe two mm. years ago now, because I saw, like, it just came up again. And uh, I was like, oh. It was,
1: it was, yeah, it was episode 16 you gave it to me. So I'm okay. At, so, yeah, But you but, had seen it well before that, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, I kind of, but I definitely think I'll go back and watch that actually now that we're talking about it again. Cause mm-hmm. it's one of those things that like you can actually like I'd say I could easily go back in and re-watch it and actually still feel the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's one of those movies that you can go back and rewatch and rewatch.
1: Mm. But um yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's something you could give it, give it a bit of time and come back to and enjoy again, like for sure. Yeah. Because once you know the twist and what happens in the end, you can re- you can go back and re watch other people, like you know, react to them and stuff in the way that you know you know have a different mindset about them, like you know.
0: Yeah, I know. So it's so clever. Like he's really he's just amazing. Uh, his stuff that he's done recently, and even then, like his other films that he's created, might actually I haven't seen. Um, the one with Lupita Nyong'o uh, Us? Yeah. yeah because I actually was a bit afraid of that one I think it just looks quite yeah. a horror
1: That one's an odd one because i seen the ending without seeing the rest of it so, Oh? Yeah, I walked in on somebody watching it and I just sort of sat there and watched the rest of it with them so I saw the last half an hour not oh. really knowing much about what was going on but I kind of ruined it for myself in that sense but, uh, oh, yeah.
0: But I'd say, though, it's still interesting for the, you know, to see how it got to that point or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, Ro, that's a really good rundown of that film because it's it's actually mm. there's so many elements in it and it's quite like intense and everything. So that was really good. Mm. And it well, was, done.
1: it wasn't. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. OK, well, I've on a totally like <laughs> sort of. I guess give people a little bit of a less tense uh film to watch if they want. <laughs> um so I actually so you gave me this episode uh two episodes ago. So uh-huh. it was I give it a year. Oh yes, very good. And it was on Netflix. But actually I only it was only when I was researching it there. Um so this film was actually made in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of just thought it was like a film sort of made recently enough, uh, but no, so it was a few years old. Um, but yeah, so it's, I give it a year, made in 2013, and it was written and directed by Dan Mazer. So Dan Mazer is actually responsible for writing and directing, um, or sorry, he wrote, co-wrote uh, Borat and Bruno and um, he also directed uh, Dirty Grandpa and he actually wrote uh, films uh, Bridget Jones Baby and Office Christmas Party so he's like a oh, very prolific okay. uh, comedy writer and director already yeah. in his own right and um, yeah so I'll get into the plot It stars Rose Byrne and Rafe Spall, Spall, um, son of Timothy Spall. And so we essentially meet them straight up at the beginning. There's a kind of a meet cute montage where you see boy meets girl um, Mm -hmm. and all their kind of little meetings and falling in love. And then we, the film kicks off with them at the altar. And we know it's like, so it's seven months later, and they're literally at the altar together. Um, by the title, I'd give it a year. We know it's kind of like an ominous, you know, so obviously it's it's, it's some not, kind it's of relationship. Well. Yeah. It's not boding well. Um, yeah. It's obviously some kind of relationship, and it's going to be breaking down fairly soon. So yeah. when we see the guys at the wedding, it's just like all of these kind of little moments of catastrophe happen happen like all around so from the priest actually marrying them literally could not get the words out uh, because he was coughing so much and literally (laughs) fluttering all over them while he was doing the vows and uh, then like the best man speech at the wedding then by who is played by Stephen Merchant um, is probably one of the best worst best man speech I've like seen in a movie in a long time it was yeah. just so inappropriate completely cringe and just like so funny Um, so that was like there's there's just great lines there's great comedy in this film all the way through which I was surprised about but like because I actually didn't didn't think about that it was going to be this funny um so essentially I mean instead of your typical romantic comedy of boy meets girl they start to fall in love all the way through and then end in the marriage it's kind of a an inverse of that so it's kind of basically they get married at the beginning and then we start to see it slowly fall apart but fall apart in a kind of a beautiful comedic way but also they're kind of coming to terms with who they are as separate people as well um so it's not like a terrible it's not like you see this like what you call it leaving las vegas style of like the human condition (laughs) kind of just you know
1: sort of study of a breakdown of like you know two people like it's just yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a breakdown of a marriage in a very comedic fashion. Like you know?
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah. So nine months after the wedding, uh, we meet them in marriage counseling, and the marriage counselor is played by Olivia Coleman, who is just another stellar comedic actress. Um and so she's kind of even though she's she has blazing rows with her own husband on the phone uh on front of them uh she's their their counselor trying to direct them through the best way of either sorting out their marriage or possibly dissolving it um mm. then they have a like the group or sorry the couple have a dinner with their friends and we meet anna faris she is an ex-girlfriend of um Rafe Spall's character josh and there's clearly still a kind of connection. and so, Yeah, uh, there's
1: definitely still something there, yeah.
0: Yeah, and actually Stephen Merchant uh, pipes up and he's like, oh, well, they actually never broke up. Like, she left for Africa and they're actually still technically together and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> so... <laughs> so Rose, I just is, love
1: him. he's just so inappropriate Stephen. so inappropriate he has no
0: filter whatsoever which makes him an excellent uh, dinner party guest yeah um and then also then so so you know that there's a possible bond there that's gonna happen or going to progress um and then on rose burn's side so she's a marketing executive and she meets um what's his name um,
1: Simon Simon Baker
0: Simon Baker yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. and
0: uh, he's this like hotshot kind of uh, marketing or he's like owns this company and mm. she's doing the marketing for it and there's clearly a lot of sexual tension between those two characters as well so here we have like our main couple and they're both kind of they're both kind of realizing that they kind of probably prefer the others
1: other people yeah. but yeah.
0: like they it's, still it's, want it, yeah. to technically yeah. make their own marriage work so
1: yeah,
0: they do then in counselling they do decide to, to give it a year and uh, see how it does go so um, I won't go on anymore because just mm-hmm. in case you want to like people want to watch it I would 100% recommend this I know yeah. like sometimes we say like Like we say, you know, oh, definitely give this a watch a hundred percent. Give this a watch. Like I had no faith in this film at all when I I literally was like,
1: (laughs) especially as it was one of my recommendations, you're like, oh, fuck this.
0: Well, like, (laughs) you know, I mean, you wouldn't be giving me romantic comedies every day. So like I kind of like it might be something to it. Yeah, there's more. Ro-
1: there is romance in it, but it's more comedy than romantic comedy. I would peg it as I wouldn't peg it as a rom com. I'd peg it as a comedy with romance in it.
0: Yes, that's you know? very that that is that's true. That that's yeah. exactly it. It's um, it definitely has a lot of comedy chops, and obviously from like the writer himself, like, uh, being like an Academy Award uh nominated writer. You know, it's going to have some great lines. It just has, yeah, um, great lines, great characters. They're I, I just don't understand why it kind of didn't. It didn't do well at all.
1: No, <laughs> it, no it, uh, of just, it fizzled out of the box office. I think it was kind of written off because I think the two leads weren't big enough names. I guess, but
0: yeah, at the time, yeah, think, yeah. uh, even though like Bridesmaids and stuff was out. Um, but yeah, the cause it's like 2013, but I guess she wasn't as big a name, I think maybe yeah. by herself, but, uh, yeah, it didn't do well in the box office. And like, even at the moment now, when you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 51% or something. Is that uh, right? well, that's surprising. It is surprising. Um, yeah. then again, it's only based on 82 reviews. So it's like pretty, it's not great
1: yeah Uh, it's not the it's not the end of the world I suppose
0: yeah Mm. but I would definitely it's it's the best uh comedy I've actually watched in a in a long time um and yeah the fact that it's on Netflix now so hopefully it'll get more people watching it and more people invested in the story and maybe it'll kind of get more people talking about it again because it's Mm. I kind of feel like it's it's on a par with, you know, Richard Curtis's uh, films for sure. And and it definitely has that kind
1: of vibe off it as well. kind of has that... that
0: sort of uh, slight ensemble comedic yeah, kind of yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I and, think that's why the comedy works as well, because they they don't just confine it to the four main characters. Like, yeah. The supporting cast all get something to do, something quite good, Like you know, so...
0: Yeah, they're all very strong characters, like yeah. even the parents like the in-laws and stuff like they're all it's all that got that wonderful cringe kind of comedy um mm. factor to it here, as well
1: i'm sitting there thinking about the, the digital picture frames. Oh, they Jesus get the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and they get a digital picture frame which of course they load with a memory card full of photographs not, not forgetting that some of the photographs are like their sex pics and stuff.
0: yeah especially more like he's taken them of his body and <laughs> it's not so much her body but it's like him taking his own photographs yeah. uh that were clearly not meant to be seen by uh his in-laws yeah or anyone well, else really. or
1: anyone yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah, so, uh, so yeah that- that was it. that was most amusing but you
0: see that's the thing like there's so many moments like that uh, mm. in this movie that like you're just it's just so amazing it's just so cringe and you think back And um, yeah like just one line out of Stephen Merchant's um uh, best man speech is like oh. at, at the at the very end of it he's just like you know you're a real eight, eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> like i i can't obviously do the line justice but like the way he, it's just like it's he just you slips know, yeah. he, he slips just that little line in just like you know just unless right Ray, like you're a real eight out of ten like you know well done um <laughs> just completely oh, taking the piss as well as like trying to be just a great guy you know but yeah excellent excellent yeah, yeah. so that's it yeah, yeah any uh any oh yeah do we... maybe we'll do another one of those revisit for the next week do Can you reckon I
1: mean... yeah have you got have you got enough there to keep you occupied maybe or another choice to keep you occupied
0: i'm sure there are i haven't really gone back uh fully because i only went back literally like the week before and i was like oh yeah,
1: yeah joey Joe should do that would be interesting. okay Yes. That we, we go through the rejects that we gave the others and we make we pick one that we make them watch. Okay. As in, it's not your choice, it's the other person's choice.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So like, do you have a list of all my rejects there? I'm sure you do, do you?
0: Um, I have. I basically have written down what I've given you.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, So like you pick one of my rejects and you make me watch it and then I'll pick one of yours. And okay. You watch it. Yeah? Okay. What do you think? yeah
0: okay let me see okay i have one here
1: oh do you okay go on and hit me with it there
0: um let me just double check um this is very exciting to for the listener to listen to me try and pick out a
1: you can edit it it's fine
0: I will... No, <laughs> Ronan, I don't edit I don't, I don't know how to edit.
1: Shut, shut the fuck up. I don't know how to edit.
0: <laughs> I edit nothing. This is nothing. all all no, killer, no, no filler. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, I know. I know.
0: Okay, I think what I'll do is I will give you The Lincoln Lawyer.
1: <gasps> <Damn. laughs> I really didn't want to watch that. Okay, Ron, I'll take it.
0: Oh, really? Didn't you didn't watch. want to watch it?
1: No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course I'll watch it.
0: But did you actually want to watch it? No. No, well, I wouldn't have picked it, will but... Okay. No, on, I'll take it. no, I'll take it. That's the okay. whole idea. Yeah. All right, so you're tr- I can't actually remember which uh which episode. I just have it written down.
1: I have it here. You gave that to me. Oh, episode the... 14. 14, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. okay.
1: You gave that to me in episode 14. Okay, I'm going to give you one that I gave you in episode 13, which is...
0: Watchmen. Watchmen. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes. That's on Netflix.
0: Brill. Perfect.
1: Nice one.
0: So there we go. We have what we're watching for next week, and there's no choices. It's like just straight in.
1: It's straight up. Yeah. No, no, no lube.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Roman. Brill. Okay. That's all good. Right, well, we might leave it there then, mm. and uh, I will. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Yes, we will. Okay, uh, enjoy, enjoy your autumn vibes,
0: everyone. Yeah, if you're yeah. putting up some decorations, do you want to tag us? I don't know. Just do what you do what you want to do. Decorations. Nobody
1: puts up decorations for all well, except you, as we've already established, because you're eighty five years old. But
0: like. But people put up decorations, maybe I think first of October, Halloween, I'll put up decorations. Yeah, but like, so your your autumn decorations, like your autumn wreath and stuff like. Okay, (laughs) okay, Graham. uh, Yeah, well, I'll be doing that maybe the first of October then. So I have like another 25 days. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and will you be like, you know, got around with wordless original in your pocket for no reason as well?
0: Cause... Uh yeah, or a fox's glassier mints.
1: Oh, to gla- oh, you're a glassier mince gran. Are you all right, okay?
0: Yeah, that's what my right. gran always had.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Fair, fair and enough. I
0: never I never like could eat them fully when I was a kid. So I don't know how she managed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably because she had dentures, she didn't care, like, you know.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See. I'm sure you'd be huh. fitted for your dentures soon enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. I pretty much actually do need. Is that technically what those teeth are when people get fake teeth? They're essentially dentures. Yeah. Or they're just stuck in more.
1: I thought they're just like. Moles. A a row row of teeth stuck to their gums. No?
0: Yeah. Or I think they chisel, they chisel down like your Mm. normal tooth and then they build that other set over them. And they like, they basically, yeah kind of like mold, oh. mold them <laughs>
1: well, that's far more grim than i thought it was Yuck.
0: it sounds like something out of like uh frankenstein <laughs> yeah it sounds like film. like mary shelley's frankenstein like literally okay so you're you're okay so you're chained in the body that way okay and you're chiseling down the teeth into like yeah, yeah. into points okay that's, that's
1: no that's that's no way bueno. though no it's not for me no, thank you
0: and then it's also going to be starring uh, Johnny Depp and, and it's going to be. <laughs> and Helena bottom Carter. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's going to be directed by Tim Burton and it's going to be yeah. The Dentist. Sounds right. Yeah.
1: Check, check, check. And Danny Elfman does the score. It's all the Tim Burton checklist. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Be perfect. Um, yeah. Cool. cool. Okay. Have a good week, everyone. And we'll see you next week.
1: Talk to you next week. Bye.
0: Easy. Bye.